0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions
1: in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports.
0: The clock at four. Doncic. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You send my world on fire! And even podcasts, whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
1: Nelson, we have a podcast. Diving, diving deep,
0: deep, diving deep into all things text. both on and off the field. Here's Sean
1: Pendergast. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. As far as the Super Bowl goes, I'll give my predictions. Maybe some prop bets on Thursday this week, both football prop bets and Taylor Swift prop bets, because that's what the people want. You know, I got to broaden the scope of this thing and make sure that we're pulling in the uh, the Swifty audience. That that'll that that'll be what takes us over the top. Um, but as far as angles go, as I as I observe this as a Texan fan, this Super Bowl this week, um, I look at I look at it through two lenses. The first one is looking at the Kansas City Chiefs. And the way that they've gone about building their roster, because I think if we're looking at the Texans and I think it's reasonable to look at the Texans this way, we look at the Texans and C.J. Stroud being with Patrick Mahomes is C.J. Stroud being in three years with Patrick Mahomes has become right now, which is one of, if not the best quarterbacks, more importantly, for purposes of this conversation, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in all of football um so if not the highest paid I think CJ will be the highest paid player in the NFL at some point uh around 2020 early 2026 after his third season in the league sometime during that period of the end of the season in 2025 and training camp in 2026 if CJ Stroud keeps playing the way he is he'll sign a contract somewhere north of 60 million dollars a year and at that point that's when Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryans have to start looking at how they build their team moving forward they're in a They're in a very, very um, luxurious position right now because CJ's on his rookie contract and they've got a bunch of cap space. I don't think they have enough cap space to go insane and go crazy with a bunch of splurges and a bunch of luxury item buys, but they've certainly got room to to make one or two big splashes in free agency, and they've got room to bring back the appropriate amount of guys they would like to bring back from this past season. And I think what we've seen from Nick Casario this year uh, is that he's pretty good at identifying maybe guys who are looking to get a one-year deal um, a prove it deal, Devin Singletary, Dalton Schultz, guys like that, uh, Sheldon Rankins. Um, so we've seen that he's very, very good at that. So I think this free agency class or this offseason, I should say, with all that cap space, and depending on where you go, it's anywhere from 60 to 70, 80 million in cap space, whatever it may be. They've got a chance to open up more by cutting a few guys if they want to. Um, I think it'll be a combination of probably a splurge or two. Um, and then some mid-level free agents, and then bringing a few guys back. you got to set aside a little bit of money for the rookie class that you're about to draft, although not as much as you've had to in recent years because you're not picking as, as high, and you only have one first-round pick, so that helps. Um, so when I look at Kansas City, you're not going to be able to build the team the same way in a few years as you are right now. And so Kansas City's done a really good job of keeping their team in the Super Bowl hunt and doing it and really adapting as Mahomes has aged as both a player and a contract. And somewhere along the way they made the decision where we've got Patrick Mahomes, who we feel like can lead lead us regardless of what the ethos of the team is. When he first came into the league, they were built on offense. They were a track meet. They were basketball on turf. They were Tyreek Hill. They were peak Travis Kelsey. Um, They've adapted over time now to where – They they've completely flipped their defense around. They use a lot of their draft capital on young defensive players. And when they dip into free agency, they've tended to do it at positions where you're not paying 25, 30, 35 million a year overpaying. Really, if you're bringing guys in from outside the organization, I'm much more inclined. And I think Nick Casario is much more inclined. If he's going to give 25, 30 million to guys, it's going to be guys that they've got a pretty good working knowledge of. That's good news for guys like Nico Collins, for example. So the chiefs, Decided to draft heavily on defense. So you've got young, inexpensive players on defense. They've managed to hit on a lot of those picks. That helps. Um, And where they've invested in free agency, guard, Joe Tooney, safety, Justin Reed, positions like that, um, that where you're not. Drew Tranquil, bringing him in from the Chargers. Um, So I think if you're a Texan fan and you're watching this game and you're dispassionate about who's winning the game, aside from gambling on the game, if you're choosing to look at it, certainly look at guys who are going to become free agents on both of these teams, but I would look at Kansas city. Okay. How did they build this thing to last? Because that's, I think what the Texans are going to be looking at a similar dynamic in a few years, as far as looking at the other side and looking at San Francisco, I just look at it and I see all the fingerprints of D'Amico Ryan's on there. That's just fun for me to watch, um, you know, in the way they built their defense um, built it up front, strong on the line. D'Amico said he wants to invest on the defensive line and then watching the offensive system, just go to work if you're watching San Francisco, I think what you're watching is what D'Amico Ryan's has an idea of what he wants his team to look like schematically on both sides of the ball. So I think you've got a more, maybe a more present day immediate look at what the Texans would like to be from an on-field product. And then I think if you're looking at Kansas city, you're looking at least at least at an example of how you build a team with a highly paid quarterback, but that's a more long-term view for the Texans. Maybe some of you just want to sit and eat chips and drink beer and watch the game. And that's cool too. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably here for a little bit more than just recommendations on chips and dip. Although I do highly recommend any chip that scoops the salsa or the dip. It makes it much more convenient. So that's how I'm kind of looking at the angles for this Super Bowl through a Texans lens. Um, as far as picking the game itself, I'll do that on Thursday. That's my tease. you got to come back for the Thursday episode. I know a lot of you love John McClain. I would like it for you that you still come